Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Welcome to the Silver Screen Redemption, our comedy podcast where we make the movies that Hollywood won't. What? What? That's right. Who was that speaking? That's right. It's me, Brian Perry. And I'm Houston Bodley. And I'm talking at the start now, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's season three, y'all. It's season three, going off the rails here. <laughs> Brian's in charge, and I'm just a loose cannon we're, doing whatever I want. We're back from our unintentional hiatus. We're... <laughs> we... We've we've been bit hard at work making episodes. We and have not like releasing five them. episodes that you need to hear at some point in your life, but you probably won't for at least another few weeks. Yes, our uh, our big, you know, you know, when you're when you do a movie podcast, your Oscar and Razzie episodes are kind of kind of big ones, right? Yeah, like easy SEO and uh, but no, uh, our SD cards ones. just said no, not in my house, and uh, <laughs> and we lost them. Maybe we're trying to recover them, but. But for reals, we want to thank all of you who stuck with us yeah. after we le- legitimately, I'm not even kidding, we lost four or five episodes yeah. due to technological problems. And that's also why we had Skawampus scheduling where we would release yes. episodes every 10 days or whatever it was. Yeah. Super not, funky. Yeah. Very funky. Um, but it's season three, Brian. New SD card, new SD card reader. Here we go. <laughs> season three, SD redeemed is what I'm labeling this season. Um and we're doing some new stuff. Yeah, I mean, we are. we're doing. I think it's. I don't think we're like completely uh, like reinventing things, but like we've been drifting in a certain direction, and now we're just committing to that direction. Yeah, and it's cool. Well, and I think part of it is you and I. We started this podcast as like we want to make sequels, we want to redeem movies, and we redeemed them all. We did it. We, <laughs> we did accomplished. It. <laughs> so now we just want to focus on the creativity. It's less about going after specific sequels and more focusing on redeeming cinema in general. Hence the new tagline, making the movies Hollywood will not. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Now, after all this vamping, you probably might not even notice the difference. But because yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last several episodes we've done have been sort of this new concept. So the the, the themed episodes like the perfect cast or uh, stuff like that, or really just the perfect cast. Or really, just that's the really perfect, our our most consistent. Uh, the Bandersnatch theme. episode. Yeah, we'll we'll be playing around with some stuff. Don't worry, Fandango and Chain will return. We'll do our yeah. traditional improv, make a comedy or a sequel that we really want. Yeah, um, and most of these will probably be sequels, honestly, but. Because we're not that creative. We just want to. <laughs> we just wanted to refresh, reboot. After the <laughs> we're, we're going to reboot with we're fruit brute. We're going to reboot. <laughs> the reason we're telling you this, we could have just sort of kept going in that direction and just like gone with it, right? Yes. The reason we're telling you is we now need your help with studio demands. We always did need your help with studio demands, but now we need them differently, right? Before it was like, hey, what would you change about the movie we're currently making? Now we'll probably do do actually more targeted questions and like reach out to you outside of the episode to be like, hey, like we're wanting to do this type of episode, so let us know. So an example of that might be, oh, I want you to combine these three types of movies into one giant yeah, movie. Exactly. I want you to make a movie that is based off of all the Chris's in the yeah. world, and by all the Chris's in the world, I mean all the Chris's in Hollywood. Yeah. 
Now, um, those are like some of our traditional studio demands, but really what we want to get with this is outside the box thinking. If you have something you want to hear from a podcast, yeah. submit it. We are not restricting any studio demands at this point. <laughs> we are off the chains, <laughs> off the rails, off the grid, off, the off, off everything. Our internet podcast is off the grid and we have no listeners because it's not on the internet. <laughs> This um, is a live recording that you are hearing by Magical Room. It's really just us talking in a box, and, and that's it. And no one hears it. Um, anyway, I think we're ready to go. We're ready to go, um, Brian. I should say, three. What, if we just, what if we just let whoop, people, whoop. to get this new thing started, what if I just like set up the prompt for next week? Let's just tell you right now. Let's do that. Let's do a classic, like the definition of Silver Screen Redemption. What is a movie that is bad, but could have been great? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, exactly. That's a great example, right? So we want to hear from the listeners for next week. And I know that's controversial for some people, but it's, I think it could have been redeemed. For me, it's mostly controversial in that it was better than it should have been because it was the third in a Batman series. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do this week now. That was just my little message to the listener. Hey, that's what we're going to ask you about. I'll post on Facebook or whatever. But Be checking the Twitter feeds. We're there at all times watching you, listening to you. Hey, maybe we'll use our Twitter now <laughs> because we have an excuse to. Yes. Okay. Uh, Brian, what's happening in the world of movies this <laughs> okay. week? Here's my here's my hot Hollywood news. Um, that's right. Movies, movies and literature from 1923 are now in the public domain. Wow. As of January 1st. Hot takes for season three. Yeah. So, no, it actually is, right? This is news as of uh, January 1st, so <laughs> two months ago, right? I mean, based off our recording schedule, our yeah. or rather our uh, release schedule, that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, so I found a list of uh, some of the stuff that's now available in the public domain that we can just just take advantage of. Hit me with it. So we've got... Does this? I guess this also means the the fiftieth uh, anniversary of the deaths of these creators, because I think that's how it's determined. Is that really in most countries? Okay. So anyway, well, at, let's not focus on that. At the turn of the new year, it's something like that. We're gonna redeem their legacy in this episode. Although I don't think that's necessarily true, because there are some works by your authors and not others, as we've as we've noticed on this list. So uh, we've got uh, Cecil B. DeMille's first, less famous, silent version of the Ten Commandments. So. So not like the real is, one that everyone knows. Is, is this the first movie because it's like the most famous of this batch? Because if that's the case, then we're headed in a poor direction. No, there's, there's also Marlene Dietrich's film debut, a big part in the German silent comedy, The Little Napoleon. Also the debuts of Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and Faye Ray. So yes. Um, hey, hey, Brian. I didn't go to film school. Yeah. I don't know these things. All right. I have no idea either. Uh, it looks like there is something that eventually became Little Rascals is on here. Uh, and also Felix the Cat, a cartoon I did watch in the 90s. So, uh, Is that in addition to the other cartoon cat shows going on vis-a-vis Garfield or? Yeah. I mean, are you asking if it's the same cat? It is a different cat. Felix the is Cat. Is it in the Garfield universe? It's not. It is separate. Are we going to make a Garfield movie? Because I'm much more intrigued by that than this Felix the Cat. Uh, you, Kate, I need you to at least recognize Felix the Cat. You know Felix the Cat. Um, vaguely. You've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him. And now I want to forget about him. Let's move okay. on. What else yeah. is on this list, Brian? Um, that's all the movies, according to uh, lifehacker.com. But there's music. We got uh, The Charleston, the song written to 
to go along with the dance. The song is now. So maybe we put that in our movie. We, or we make a movie about the Charleston. All right. I mean, that's something. No, I'm boycotting that. Hey, I have a better idea. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I got bored halfway Well, what about Bambi? The book Bambi. The original book Bambi. The Bambi's based off of. We can make Bambi. Are we doing the live action Bambi? Live like action Bambi. everything else Disney is doing these days. Yeah, why not? Um, would it be Jon Favreau directing it? Why not? Just like with the Jungle Book and Lion King. Man, can you imagine a live action Bambi? It'd be so just like... Traumatizing. Yeah, like... I don't remember anything about that movie other than it's sad. The only thing I remember is the beginning music. And it's like a choral arrangement. And it's very creepy. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, the beginning of Home Alone with the but it's choir pieces, huh. if I remember, and it was very creepy. Is that the um, the Tabernacle Choir sang that song in their Christmas concert this year? Did the, they the theme from Home Alone? And it bugged the crap out of me. As in, like the one I just sang. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's very awful. Yeah, it was weird. Um, at least I think that's what it was. It was from Home Alone for sure. And all I could think was, oh, it's like Hook, but from a movie I don't like. So, Wait, wait. I just processed what you said. You don't like Home Alone. We haven't talked about how I don't like Home Alone. Why do you hate everything I, I love, don't, Brian? I don't hate Home Alone. I just didn't grow up with it. And so I don't have any, like, I don't have any like fond nostalgia for it. And on its own, I feel like it doesn't actually hold up as you well know as people think it does. Hold on. We have had this discussion. Because you compared it to Hook... A very similar sounding movie. Oh, that's as right. As far as its arrangement. Because you don't have the nostalgic. I don't to have Hook. the nostalgia for Hook. I think it's as bad as its Rotten Tomatoes score says. Interesting. What if we took Hook and Home Alone and made an actual good movie of them? That, that doesn't rely on nostalgia. Doesn't rely on nostalgia. Okay, that's interesting. Kevin McAllister is a pirate. I mean, yeah. Starring Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Was that an episode we released? I mean, it's just the truth. That's his real name now. Kevin. But we did talk about it. But was that one of the episodes? I have we no idea. I think that's one of the lost ones to the, oh, interesting. the SD card of Doom. In case you didn't know, Macaulay Culkin's middle name is now Macaulay Culkin, which is very funny. Um, I definitely like this idea of Macaulay Culkin being Captain Hook. Well, and he's or, on his way towards redemption anyway. He's like doing some cool stuff. Yeah. So he, he's not? in those Google commercials that yeah. show how modern day could have beat Home Alone. Those were well done. Well done ad. What if, what if he is like, it's not full on Peter Pan. I don't want to do a Peter Pan movie, but what if it is like, he is a band, part of a band of like rogues or sailors okay. who are trying to fend off a pirate Lord who is played by Joe Pesci. And he does have okay. his gold tooth from Home Alone back in his mouth. Yeah. But now he has many gold teeth. I would love Home Alone if it were on a pirate ship. With all the same... Well, not the same, but like those little traps he sets. That's pretty cool. Um, What if he, leader of the rogues, Joe Macaulay, Pesci. Kevin, Macaulay, Callister, okay. Culkin. Kevin, Kevin, McAllister, McAllister. <laughs> uh, we need to solidify <laughs> this. I cannot say that ten times. Through the rest of this recording. Kevin. We'll Kevin. Call him Kevin. He is Kevin for now. Captain Kevin. Cap no, he's not a captain. Oh, okay. He's a rogue. He's a bandit. He's you, on the up and up. He's trying to redeem himself. Okay. He does that by defending a port town from these pirates. Okay. Now, while the pirates come and raid and plunder and loot the town, they accidentally break the jail open because they assume, oh, these are 
Pirates in the Making, who will join us. Okay. Wait, so it's an accident, but they have reasoning behind it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Scratch the accident. <laughs> okay. They just released all the prisoners from the jail. In this Thinking, town. of course, the prisoners will become pirates with us. Uh, Kevin the Rogue was uh, was framed for a crime. Okay. But Wait, he so d- is he on the ships or is he in the prison? He's in the prison. Okay, I thought he was in the ships. No, he's not in the ships. But you Sorry. said he was redeeming Let's himself. Rewind <laughs> you said he was redeeming himself. Let's rewind this. Okay. Here's the bullet points. Kevin McAllister is in prison. Yeah. This is like 1800s or 1700s pirate times. 1600s? I'm just picturing Pirates of the Caribbean times. It's Pirates of the Caribbean times. That era. Okay. He was framed for a crime. He's in... What crime? A looting. All right. He's Robin Hood now. Sure. But pirate Robin Hood. Rogue Robin Hood. He's not a pirate. He's not uh, okay. a pirate. Brian. I don't. We need this to be very clear. He's not a pirate, or you're going to get it mixed up with the other pirates. Okay, sure. Okay, he's a rogue. he's just a rogue. Wait, wait. So is he in, is he guilty then? If he's a rogue, they, doesn't rogue mean that you're he's like roguish? But he's not. Is he rakish? He could be. Okay. <laughs> All those words. He's he was framed for a crime. I don't want to nail out those details yet. They'll come later. Okay. He's wrongfully accused in prison. Pirates but he is a scalawag. He is a roguish archetype. Okay, sure. He's not a pirate in any way. Okay. <laughs> Pirates come and invade the town in which he is imprisoned in. Okay, cool. They release all the prisoners because they assume, oh, you can be our pirate crew. Right. He doesn't want to be a pirate. He hates pirates. But sure. he also hates Cause, the town. Because they killed his father. Um, A lot of the, like, the... Guards and warriors of the town are hurt or need help. Um, the guards, you say? Yeah. Okay. Like the people who are defending the town from the pirates. The pirates sure. leave. The militia, maybe. But they leave a warning saying like, hey, we're going to come back. Sure. And plunder you. As pirates more. do. As pirates do. Now. But not Kevin. He's not a pirate. He's a rogue. He's a rogue. Sure. <laughs> You're prolonging this. Yeah. He, he uncannily dodges some stuff. There is a little girl in the village. Who goes out and finds Kevin the Rogue's little bungalow out in the jungle and sure. says, we need you to help us from the pirates who are going to come. It's turning into a seven samurai situation. But this time, you don't need seven samurais. You need one roguish archetype. And that's okay. Kevin McAllister. Sure. What, what, he, what would you say is his roguish archetype? <laughs> Since you keep using it's that a rogue. <laughs> okay, cool. When the pirates come again, he plays a fun little trick. He swims out into the ocean, hides, because they're not paying attention to the he ocean. He just hides underwater. He Indefinitely? Just in the water. Like, his head's bobbing above, but the pirates aren't really paying attention. Maybe maybe he has, like, a floating crate that sort of... It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, That's just a crate, right? Sure. But it's, but it's actually him. Yes. Okay. Something like that. Sure. Um, he sneaks onto the pirate ship. When they come back, he's set all of these wonderful traps for them okay good. and so it's home alone on a pirate ship now but he's that's not all the, i was getting at but he's not the one that's home N- no but he's on a pirate ship alone he's not alone though he's by himself what about the crew of the ship no they all go and plunder oh, okay sure he's on the pirate ship alone and he sets traps and i feel like that took 10 more minutes longer than it took it way up. longer um who played Kevin McAllister's mother in that movie? Is she alive? <laughs> and Catherine O'Hara. And she's a pirate. And she says, we forgot Kevin. 
but not like we left him behind, but like we forgot to account for the fact that Kevin the Rogue might come onto our ship. He left his bungalow. He wasn't in his bungalow chilling. Were they? We wait, couldn't persuade him to be a pirate. Were they targeting him? Maybe they were going to his bungalow. They were very pissed that he, that he Kevin the Rogue, would not become a pirate. Yeah, okay. Um, I think pirates need to be put in their place because everyone thinks pirates are so cool. Thanks, Johnny Depp. They're just criminals. They're just filthy, rotten scoundrels. We're taking a stand here on the We hate pirates. Man, the worst. But psychopaths who set traps to torment their burglar buddies. We love them. They're they're fine. They're okay. Okay. Here's how we up the ante a little bit. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So while Kevin is setting traps on the ship for the pirates, right? They are just getting to his bungalow. He already set traps there though, too. Okay. Of course he does. So they get home alone. They get home alone to his home at his bungalow. But then when they, they like barely make it out with their lives, they're like, all right, let's just get out of here. Let's get on the ship. There's more coming because there's more traps. <laughs> and, and now Kevin is back at the bungalow just chilling. And that's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was home all along. Yeah. It's a little fun surprise. I yeah. like it. Can I up the ante with this? <laughs> yeah, let's up it. Okay. So obviously just setting traps on a pirate ship is not as exciting as doing it in a home. There's not right. as much space. What if it's a... It's a cross-water ship race. Hold like, on. Which is bigger, a house or a pirate ship? There's, the McAllister Mansion is like a big old house. Yes. But like, take like a normal, a normal big house. A pirate ship is bigger, but there's more open space. I think, yeah, that's a good argument. There's less rooms. Yeah. I think it would be more fun if the pirate ship is like the best ship in, in the Caribbean. Sure. Which is called the Shining... Shimmer. The Shining Shimmer of West Bay. Of West Bay. And it's sailing across the West Bay. Sure. And they're trying to chase... A famous place in the Caribbean. Yes. It's Joe Pesci, the Pirate Lord's favorite ship. He loves it so much. He's so mad that Kevin the Rogue stole it. So they steal another ship and they are chasing... So this is after. This is after all the things I described happened. Or... Or... It's still part of this. Okay. What if we see Kevin, like... We think Kevin goes and steals the ship. Okay. It's actually the little girl who recruited Kevin. Okay. And they devised a plan. And maybe the little girl's a little older. She's like 14 years old, 15. Sure. Um, and you and find the, out she was the one setting the traps on the ship. Yes. He set the traps at his bungalow to teach her. To teach her. And then exactly That makes sense. It's the passing of the torch. Okay. That's the good. home alone torch. So all of that stuff we just described is the first like 20 minutes. Is that what you're saying? I think it could be like the first half hour. Half, well, the first act. Yeah, first act to halfway through second act. Sure. I think it would be a fun car chase, but with ships, where this little girl goes to all these towns, and the pirates come, and they're trying to detective style deduce where this girl has taken off based off of what has happened in these towns. And little do we know, she set her own new traps in these, like, Tortuga-esque yeah. port towns. I love the idea that the the main skill that she has is traps. Yes. Like, not like fighting, especially. Um, she's just very clever. 14 seems too old to me. I think it's more interesting if she's Kevin McAllister age. See, I... Uh, I think that's one of the problems you have with Home Alone. Now, this is me just going out on an edge. I don't think you believe that Kevin McAllister could actually set those traps. I don't, but that's why it's clever, right? 
That's like, oh, this little kid is clever and can do all this. But I think it would hold up better if it was like a 15 or 16 year old. Are girl. we making this a gritty, a gritty reboot? No. Of the series? It's still fun. It's okay. It's very jubilant. So can it be, is it silly then? It's very silly. Then why can't she be 10? Because uh, I have a different actress in mind who oh, I want to okay. use. You're, you're working towards something. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I do like the girl who, uh, as poorly timed as this movie was, I do like the actress who plays the girl in Sicario 2, Day of the Soldata. And I assume it's Soldado. Probably. I don't speak that, Spanish. That'd be a very progressive movie to be about a soldata. <laughs> the soldata. Uh, she is the soldata, unless that means something bad. I oh. don't know. I don't oh, no. If it is her, then I guess it is a soldata. Just kidding. Soldata is not a word. Okay. But anyway. Um, I don't think so anyway. Well, let's look her up, because I think she's going to be a star. Isabella Moner. Playing Isabel Reyes? Yes. Is that right? And I think it is Isabella Moner. That would make more sense, probably. I think Isabella y- Yolanda Monet. Sure. <laughs> That's her name. Okay. So she's she's a good she's cast. the actress. Yeah. I want her and Joe Pesci and Macaulay Culkin in this. Is she the she's in Transformers the dinosaur one? Sure. Okay. Or the one after the dinosaur one. And her name I is Isabella. Those, so. Okay. In all of her three top known for movies, her name is some variant of Isabella. Well, then she returns as Isabella. Why do certain people get that treatment? Like that guy who always plays Hector? Or like Jack Nicholson, always plays a Jack. Is that? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Like in The Shining. He's Why Jack does that Lawrence. happen? Why do certain people get that and other people don't? Um, I feel like you have to be a Jack or an Isabella. Yeah, that's Those just are the two names. That's just the rule. Because she's Isabella with a Z in, in Transformers. She's Lizzie in Instant Family. And she's Isabel Reyes in Sicario. Well, she's Isabel Pyretta in this movie. She's also Dora in Dora the Explorer, the movie that is in, in post-production to be released in 2019. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. I think she is very much an explorer. What oh, if man. Dora could set traps? This is turning into that college humor Dora skit. Yeah. Where it's like the live action movie. Um, I just saw the director of the Dora the Explorer movie, and you know what I thought it said for a second? James Brolin. <laughs> it's not James Brolin. It's James Bobin. But it did look like James Brolin, and that was hilarious to what me. What if Josh Brolin's brother, James, oh, decides to he... step up and make Sicario 3, Dora the Explorer, stay in Soldado? What does Soldado mean? Soldier. Oh, okay. Does that make sense in the context of the movie? Uh, maybe. It. Sicario hardly makes sense for the title of the movie. Sicario is a thing, right? It's an assassin. Oh, is it? Which does make sense a little bit. Which is like one of the characters in the first one. But it's like vaguely tied together. So like the first one's about an assassin. The second one's about a soldier. But they were like, well, let's just call it. And ultimately it's about. Assassin 2 Day of the Soldier. Yeah. And ultimately it's about the drug wars in Mexico. Sure. Um, So Isabel. Do you want to know who plays Swiper? It's Benicio (laughs) Del Toro. (laughs) Do you want to know who plays Dora's father? It's Michael Pena. <laughs> did we make this movie? Hey, guess I think what? We did. Powell is played by Tamara Morrison, Django <laughs> Fett. What kind of like is this a self-serious movie, or I, is it like legitimately like the college humor one where it's plot like, unknown live-action feature based on the Nickelodeon animated series Dora the Explorer? I mean, it's not Toro is Swiper. He's. I mean, 
granted, that's a very small part, right? Yeah. He only has one line. Swipe or no swiping. Wait, that's what she says. He says, oh, man. Which, again, <laughs> that's, not, that's not the voice I expect from Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> this... Can, can we do like a live? This is the rest of the episode is re- me reading the IMDb page for Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Eva Longoria. We made a fine movie. It's fine. We're moving on to Dora it's, the it's Explorer. It's Home Alone starring, starring what's-her-face? Isabella. Isabella. Monet. Monet. And now we're talking about how Inca Princess Kawiyaka is na- is played by Korianka Kilcher. Who's she? I don't know. But... <laughs> But her name is spelled Q apostrophe O-R-I-A-N-K-A, which I think is fun. Uh, and she plays an Inca princess. <laughs> when, when does the Dora Explorer movie come out? Sometime in 2019. No date, so plot this year. unknown. Oh, August 2nd, actually. August this year. 2nd. This year. It's in post-production. Dora- They've made this movie. How have I not heard of this? I don't know. You probably did, you saw something and you're like, oh, it's probably just like a joke. Yeah, but it's probably. not. I mean, it is probably a joke, but... But it's an actual joke that's going to be released. I in bet theaters. it's like a Ryan Reynolds Pikachu movie. That's all the We're, rage, right? It's all the rage. How can we get that heat in our in our cool new Home Alone movie? That cool new heat. Well, Benicio del Toro needs to be in this movie, and he but he <laughs> cannot be a pirate. He's a parrot. That's what oh, he is. That's, Benicio that's del Toro fun. the parrot. What if he was a bull though? Um, how do we fit a bull in this? Maybe he runs a china shop. Hold on, is it a cartoon? It's no, it's definitely <laughs> not. This is live action. I want the traps to be practical effects. Yeah, that's better. Um, Can I say on a side note before we get too wacky? I like this idea of how Macaulay Culkin is not the one doing all the traps on this chase. Like he's yes. still chilling in his bungalow. Yeah. And it's like this passing of the torch of like, hey, this is not all I'm known for. I'm passing it off. Yeah. Like, let it die. Let this girl be the new Home Alone star. Are we going to have any kind of explanation? Why it is this Kevin McAllister character from Home Alone that does not take place in the pirate time? No, it's times. just spiritually connected. Sure, is all. there's some kind of avatar soul being passed on. Yes, sure. In Assassin's Creed style, like if Kevin McAllister put himself in the Assassin's Creed machine, he would go back and be a pirate. What if we? What no, if we... sorry, sorry. I'm very adamant that he's not a pirate. He's a rogue. He is a rogue. What if we have him die like Yoda? And he disappears in his bungalow. And then it's like, oh, now she is After the new Kevin takes McAllister. one mighty puff of his very, very poorly handmade bong. Sure. He just disappears into the wind. Yeah. That feels like a Kevin McAllister thing. Sure. And now she is Kevin McAllister. She can go by her normal name, whatever it is. Isabella. Well, her name has to be Isabella. Because yes. she is played by Isabella. obligated. Um, but, it's, but it is McAllister. And everyone thinks she's Irish. Which she's clearly not. She's Irish. clearly not. Yeah. Anyway, um, this let's, is a wild let's, movie. Let's not do McAllister. Uh, that can be a side character as like a fun little Easter egg. And the, it's the, the parrot. It's it's Jack McAllister, and it's played by Jack Nicholson. Okay. He's like the ultimate pirate lord who's handy or like he's getting on Joe Pesci's hide of like why haven't you caught all this loot for me yet? Yeah. And that's he... how Jack Nicholson catches. Yeah. Talks. That works for me. Um, nice Nicholson. Uh, how about, do you want to do your Nicholson? Let's this just do some movie. Let's just do some Jack Nicholson. Here's my Jack Nicholson impression. Let's do some Jack Nicholson talking about Dora the Explorer movie. Hey, I just, before I give this impression, I want you to know it's not the only line from Jack Nicholson that I know, but I know he says, 
here's Johnny. Yes, you get a check mark on that one. Yeah. The low hanging fruit, you got it. That's it is the one line I know. I can't think of anything else that I've seen him in. <laughs> like I know I'm very clear on who he is. I've just I don't think I've seen anything with him in it. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That, yeah, that's, really him? that's from Batman. That classic. Okay. Um He's also in as I good got, as it gets. Are we gonna the fight? Departed? I think I saw anger, anger management, management, but I don't remember any lines from. One it. flew over the cuckoo's nest, and when he famously said, "There goes the bird that goes over the cuckoo's nest," it it flew, and I'm in a mental hospital. Tell and, me about Dora the Explorer, <laughs> Jack. That that's like thirty years away from now. I know about this. I'm excited for this movie. You don't. Who's this Dora that you're talking about? She's played by Isabella. This is me stalling for you to find what you're looking for. There's nothing. He's in Little Shop of Horrors, but I can't even picture him in it. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Famous scene. Um, he's Dr. Kildare, which is a movie I've never seen, but a song I have listened to. Okay. I believe uh, Monopuff has a, has a song called Dr. Kildare. He is in the bucket list. He is in the Andy Griffith show. Did I say Departed? Because that's one of my favorites. I do love that movie. He's in... Man, have I never seen a Jack Nicholson movie? Have you... Okay, that's your homework. You're going to watch The Shining. Because I don't think I've seen his Batman. No. Because you hate Batman. And you're a monstrosity yeah. to life. But I do like Tim Burton. And I believe that's a Tim Burton one, right? It is. He had two Batmans. I'm pretty sure I saw Anger Management, but I'm pretty sure I don't remember it. Go watch some Jack Nicholson. And then... You'll understand why he's the pirate lord over Joe Pesci. He's jo he's probably Joe Pesci's dad. He played Marvin Jenkins in the Andy Griffith show. Um, he, I feel like that's not on brand. He's playing Jack McAllister, the pirate lord, in this movie. Okay. I want to get back to this movie and wrap it up. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, man, what else do we need to figure out? Uh, John Williams doing the soundtrack, I guess. Since yes. it's a Home Alone uh, <laughs> hook. Home Alone mm -hmm. hook crossover. Um, does Chris Columbus or Steven Spielberg direct this? Or do neither? And um, we just start fresh. Who's like the new Steve Spielberg these days? Who is the new Spielberg? I feel like that's a that's like a title that is thrown around pretty lightly. Yeah, and I feel But then like, everyone is like, I guess we were wrong. Yeah, well, and I feel like they don't always get it perfectly. Like, yeah. I saw some articles for the Us reviews that came out about how great it was. And everyone's like, oh, Jordan Peele is the new Steven Spielberg. He didn't do intense horror movies. Like, yeah, they're not the same. E.T.'s a little scary, yeah. but Poltergeist, which he was an executive producer for, is a little scary, but it's not like... I'm pretty sure M. Night Shyamalan was the next Spielberg at some point. But again, that's but, like... No, yeah. Not his style. He's about whimsy and adventure, typically. Unless he goes with Nazis. I mean, I believe and he did And then it gets a little list. scary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan is a little All right, much. so what, what director has made one movie about Nazis and then a bunch of other movies about whimsical magic? <laughs> I've got it. Oh, you've got it. I can see it in your eyes. Um, he hasn't made the movie yet, but Taika Waititi is coming out with a movie where he is playing uh, Hitler, and it's about his sis Hitler's sister hiding Jews from is him. Is Taika Waititi actually the next Spielberg? He's got the whimsy. He's got the right set of movies. I think this is a Taika Waititi production. 
and I think you know that every movie would be a Taika Waititi production and, if it were my choice. And, and to wrap this all up, the thing I was going to jump to before we got interrupted by this Home Alone <laughs> versus Hook tangent that ended up turning into the whole episode <laughs> yeah. is I was going to sh- pull up this Rotten Tomatoes article about how what we do in the shadows has been getting great reviews, which was a Taika Waititi movie turned TV series, which okay. is what I was going to propose. Oh, that's we do right. a TV series. Didn't happen, but that's okay, because he's in the movie. Yeah, all right. Can Wait, he... Who's in the movie? Taika Waititi? He's the director, and okay. he's got to play a role, because he well, always of course. does. Who's he going to play? Can he be, like... What if he, he could be, like, a Shmi equivalent? He could be a Shmi, but I was also thinking, like, he could do, like, an Eddie Murphy with the clump sort of situation, where he plays, like, the different... Uh, like local leader for each of these towns that the pirates go to. That's pretty fun. And, and they're all cousins or something. They're all cousins. It's like an Officer Jenny situation. And they're all helping out uh, Isabella with the traps. Like they're leading the pirates to where they need to be to I get think the watermelon weak- in the face. I think it weakens her character if she needs help. I I, I, don't... I think he, he would be better played as an incompetent leader. That needs to be protected. Oh, that's fair. By I like this, that. By this rogue. I, I like that. Yeah. That's a good idea. That feels more Taika Waititi to me. Um, another thought I had, going back to the music, I don't think we get any new music from John Williams because we really want him to focus on, it's just on finishing up Star Wars. And the Home Alone soundtrack. But it's like... Remastered. Full, Not just remastered, but remixed. Remixed. I want some actual like techno. Okay. I want DJ Tiesto <laughs> in this. Like, have you heard the DJ Tiesto remix of the Pirates of the Caribbean? No. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that's what I want here. It's, it's maybe Tiesto I'll, remixes. Maybe I'll play some of that in our outro. Yeah, put like, yeah, put like a little clip in because it's cool. And uh, anyway, I think it's DJ Tiesto remixing some John Williams for this one. Um, You know what, Brian? I think we're good. I think, and I think this is a new What's thing. the movie called? Oh, that is a good point. Um... I don't think we can reference Home Alone. I think it's too much. Yeah. It, We're not allowed. It's spiritual sequel, but it's not. Yeah. Because this is not on the list of movies that came into the public domain in 2019. <laughs> absolutely not. Little known movie fact, Home Alone was not released in the year 1923. I think it's called... What if it's called A Pirate's Life for Me? Pirate's Life for Me is pretty good. But who is a... That makes no sense. Because the that, main character is not no, a pirate. That's, that's the irony. Is that you think like Kevin McAllister uh, is so against being a pirate that it's like, but he's sailing around putting these traps on these pirates. Okay. Is he like slowly turning them pirate? But that's the twist. He's not a pirate. Isabella he just likes, he just likes the... taking pirates' lives. A pirate's life for me. Yar! <laughs> My kill. So that's one idea. That is one idea. Um, is it called... Shmi? Is it called... And by Shmi, I mean Smee. I kind of like the name The Rogue. The Rogue? Because I don't think there's ever been a movie called The Rogue. What if it's called Roguish? Roguish is actually really cool, too. Roguish is fun. Roguish. It sounds the like... The Rogue sounds like a Liam Neeson yeah, okay. thriller. And Roguish sounds like a Disney princess live-action remake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... The... Like tangled that, or brave or that staples it some in. kind of adjective. So it's I like it. it's roguish. It's roguish, roguish. Yeah, and I I, I think we uh, we have a hint of uh, Isabella in the trailer, 
but it's mostly Kevin McAllister. Yeah. But then in the movie, it's switched. You get, I, yeah. You get like the a little bit of Kevin. The marketing is going to be very misleading. Yeah. For the purpose of the And twist. I think we, we make a shot for shot remake of a Home Alone trailer. Just because. So people think that it's a Home Alone. So they get shot the reference. For, shot for shot, but in a pirate ship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or in the tree. I, for some reason, I imagine the bungalow just being a hollowed out tree like the Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah probably is. But like the nicest. Yeah, it's like the mansion. The cool, like your dream bungalow. Yeah. And you're like, hey, how did his parents have all those kids and also be able to afford such a huge bungalow? Because that's what everyone says about Home Alone. He's probably rich. He's yeah. probably some make a lawyer or something. You know. I don't know. A famous Caribbean lawyer. I was talking about Home Alone, <laughs> but, but <laughs> Kevin McAllister could have been a roguish lawyer as yeah, well. Sure. Uh, we'll work on the backstory. Um, yeah, I want to start like keeping these at a solid 40 minutes or less. Sure, that's fair. I think that's all I have the attention span for. All right. And I think that's what our listeners would prefer, sure. potentially. So we should wrap this up. Okay. It's Taika Waititi's roguish. Taika Waititi's roguish. I love it. And uh, we did it. So uh, so that's the end of the episode. It uh, sure is. You can find us on Facebook at The Silver Screen Redemption, on Twitter at Screen Redeem, on Instagram at The Silver Screen Redemption, or just that's too confusing and go to silverscreenpod.com where we've got links to all that garbage that I just said. I'm Houston Bodley. I'm Brian Perry. And whether or not they need redemption, we'll be there. Any similarities to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental.